0: The crack is back, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? I can't believe it, but once again, you've enjoyed me ranting away about a great weekend for Bellator and PFL. I mean, <laughs> the further I get away from this, like the more crazy it seems. Like Even this scandal thing with Fernand Lopez, I guess you'd call it a scandal. Cedric Bay talking about him. This is getting very personal, but it does feel like You can only have this kind of stuff in a thriving atmosphere. It's like, it's a wild situation. I'm going to try and get someone on from France to tell me more about this because it just feels like such a huge and spectacular moment, yet it's contrasted by this kind of sinister backdrop of Lopez, who has been an integral part of French MMA being recognized. Or MMA being recognized in France, should I say like he there's no doubt about it he was he was doing things i wish that guys involved with mma in ireland were doing to get it recognized interesting very very interesting and speaking of interesting i had to get in touch with one of the goats to sort this interview out i had to get in touch with Guilherme cruz of mma fighting way back when when i invented Eurobash and i made everyone focus on the european scene again thank you very much he was my muse, Guilherme Cruz. He had—he was obviously my colleague in MMA fighting, but the way he had just cornered everything that was happening in Brazil. If it happened in Brazil, he was reporting it. So that's what tr- I tried to emulate when I went to MMA fighting for the European scene. And I think I did a great job of it. But I had to reach out to Guilherme Cruz to get this interview over the line. And it is with Ian Machado, Gary's opponent, Vincente Luque. I mean, Vincente is... An absolute gentleman. You're not like, I mean, I always had a feeling that this guy was a good dude, but even more so, even more so than I imagined, is this guy a great guy. Obviously, some of you will know that in 2022, he had um, a brain bleed and we didn't know if he's going to fight again. And then he comes back this year with that win over Rafael Dos Anjos, one of the greatest, you know, fighters between lightweight, his lightweight run, and then some of the things he's done at welterweight, like an absolute goat. And Luque beat him via decision and showed us all why he is still one of the best in the world. Obviously, this is a bit of a strange fight. Luque and Gary have trained together. They seem to get on very well. If you haven't seen the voice messages they've exchanged, go over to Ian Gary's Instagram page and have a look at that. Because it's a very amiable and friendly situation they have going on there. But I also think they're going to go to absolute war when they face off with each other. It's going to be a brilliant, brilliant fight. UFC 296 is such a good card, guys. It's absolutely incredible. And you're not going to believe this. For our Irish listeners, which we have a lot of, Luque loves Ireland. He is waxing lyrical about Ireland here. He went on his honeymoon in Ireland. He can't wait to come back to Ireland. He said he was based in Dublin, but he drove 3,000 kilometers when he came to the Emerald Isle. What a guy. He is such a sweetheart, this man. I think everyone's going to love him. If you if you haven't, I'm sure you've heard him being interviewed either by Guilherme or, of course, my great friend Ariel Helwani over the years, but it's striking what a great person this guy is. I can't wait for this fight. I think it's a brilliant fight. Here he is, Vicente Luque, a legend of the division, taking on Ian Machado Gary at UFC
1: 296.
0: It's an absolute pleasure for me to be joined by one of the titans of the welterweight division, a man who is going to give Ian Gary the toughest fight of his career on December 16th. It is Vicente Luque. Vicente, thank you so much for joining me. We are all huge fans of your work here in uh, Europe and in Ireland, so we're very excited about this fight.
1: Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. And, yeah, I'm a a big fan also of, of all the European MMA and you know i i always appreciate all the support i get from all you guys i've been to ireland in the past uh, i went there for my honeymoon with my wife and had a great time you know so i think you guys have a
0: beautiful country and, and it's one of my favorite places to go visit i i want to go there again for sure that is incredible uh, what 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 are your memories of ireland that's amazing to me you had your honeymoon here this is crazy yeah it was great it was it was in 2019
1: and i remember quite a lot you know what what but what Got me the most is just the countryside, how beautiful you know the country is. I was in Dublin and I stayed there for I believe 10 days, if I'm not mistaken, 10 or 8 days. And I drove 3,000 kilometers total. So I drove from Dublin to Galway, Dublin to Belfast, Dublin to Cork. And, and kind of driving all over, you know, because it's it's such a it's a country where you can literally drive everywhere and get to know a lot, you know, and, and I love driving and I love to, you know, get to really know a country, not only uh, by, let's say, the, the tourist kind of places to go, but also really see, you know, what's the day to day life, meet the people uh, eat like I, we me and my wife, we would leave and we had no plans of where we were going to eat or what we were going to specifically do. So we kind of stopped wherever we saw that a lot of people were going in and we were like okay, this spot is good. Let's go try this food. And yeah, it was it was really fun. I I loved it and I want to go there again now we have a son and he's 2 years old. So definitely when he's a little bit bigger, I want to go there and just show him, you know, where where me and his mom went to our honeymoon and, and kind of show him, you know, the good time we had there.
0: That's amazing. That is absolutely unbelievable. It sounds like you guys had a great time. Um, I wanted to say I am so happy to see you back fighting after, um, you know, th- there was obviously you, you you had revealed about the brain bleed following the Neil fight. And then to see you win against Dos Anos and, and see the emotion afterwards, um, it must be absolutely unbelievable to overcome this. And now, once again, declare yourself with this fight, one of the best welterweights in the world.
1: Definitely. I think it was, you know, it was a, a crazy year for me. You know, it was a, a year where coming out of the Jeff Neal fight, I had that injury. I had to, you know, take some time off and, and really rebuild myself. You know, a lot of things changed. So I used to live in Brazil. I moved to Florida full time, started training at Killcliffe full time because before I used to only have my fight camps. Uh, here and and most of the time i was in brazil so a lot of changes you know after that 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 happened but thank god everything you know everything went uh according and even better than planned you know uh, i made good decisions good choices and, and most of it i can tell you it wasn't even really planning that much it was just feeling what whatever you know god was showing me and hey this is the place you got to go, you know, be around these people, people that really want to build you, want to just show you uh, new things and and, and really believe in you, really care about you. And that's what I felt when I came here in Florida full time, you know, really, really decided to be part of this as, as, as you know, uh, just a guy that is going to be here all the time, not only trying to get myself better but also being able to to be here for the other athletes in the team and and all that you know just build me to become a better fighter in a moment where maybe I was in the worst moment in my career because I wasn't too coming from two losses my first knockout ever the injury so all that adding up it was maybe one of the worst moments for me in the UFC but out of that you know, It's crazy how everything happened and I got the big win against a former champion like RDA and now I get this great opportunity that the UFC, you know, puts me in one of the biggest events, the last event, you know, the last show of the year against a a guy like Ian Gary who is a beast, is an undefeated, you know, up and coming prospect. So I I, I feel very blessed for all these things that are happening and I really see, yeah, you know, uh, I'm experiencing the best moment in my career right now
0: you've mentioned this fight with Ian Gary and it's amazing to me because I can remember when he first went over to Kilcliffe you were one of the guys He was like, I, I get to train with this guy every day. And he seemed to have so much respect. And um, I see the voice messages he's um, he's posted online where you two guys are talking to each other. You seem to get on really well. Is that a strange situation for you to be in? You're fighting a guy who is a friend of yours pretty much.
1: You know, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's not strange because it is like, you know, in a way I've I've had great times with Ian, you know, training. Uh he's always been a, a really nice guy to me and I've always talked just like with you, you know, he's an Irish guy, so I I talked to him about how I love Ireland, how I went there for my honeymoon and everything. So we have a great relation uh as as, you know, just two guys that, that are friends outside of training. But at the same time, I don't know, I just I think both of us felt that at some point, you know, he knew his skill set, I looked at him and I knew, you know, he was a good guy, a talented guy. Eventually he would be up there. We kind of felt, I think that eventually this day could come. And I, it's funny because I met, the first day I met him was in, uh, when we, when he was going to fight in New York and I went there to be like the 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 backup fight for the title. And that's where I met him. And we we wait, we cut weight together, we trained a little together. And it's funny because he posted like the future and the present. And, and it's funny because now, you know, we're both here in the present moment and now we're going to face each other. So it's it's really kind of like, in a way, it was kind of destiny, you know, that that put us in the, in his first show. We were there together and now we get to, you know, this moment where we we're going to fight each other. It's awkward. It's different. But I think that it's also an opportunity for both of us to show how it can be done by two guys that have a good relationship, by two guys that respect each other, but still we can step in there. And go at it, you know, and and put on a great show for everybody. Because I know that that that's what we're going to do. I know he's going to go out there to try to knock me out, to try to get me out of there. And that's the same, you know, that's what I'm going to do as well. And with no, you know, no hard feelings about that. Just true competition.
0: Have you ever fought anyone else that you're close to like this? Like a guy you literally shared the mats with? Has this happened before in your career?
1: No, it's the first time. It's the
0: first time I'm going to be
1: fighting somebody that I actually trained with. But it's something that has gone through my mind a lot, you know, because me and Kamaru, we were in the same show in The Ultimate Fighter. You know, eventually he became the champion. I was striving, you know, to, to fight for that title. So it was something that, in a way, I felt that at some point, you know, I was going to fight because I was always up there, and I was always training with guys that were up there. Me and Gilbert, you know, that's something that the UFC has, you know, wanted to do, but it's just different. It's it's, And, and I've talked a lot about that, you know, Gilbert is more than just friends and more than just two guys that train together. Uh, Our families are super close. You know, we're always kind of like, I'm always watching his sons growing up. You know, now they're playing. One of them is playing football. The other plays flag football. And and I'm always, you know, watching that. and, And we have a great relationship. So it would be, you know, no way we could fight each other and have our families, you know, in that situation. But, yeah, it's crossed my mind, but it's never, you know, actually happened. So now it's now I'm gonna see how it's gonna be how it's gonna
0: be in, in, in living it, you know, in, in first person. I must ask you because in this voice message exchange that Ian posted, the very last thing he says is, "I owe you food afterwards for that submission." What does that mean? What is the submission, and how did this come about? So
1: that that was the day that we were training. Uh, we were grappling. And, you know, Ian is a guy that he's always looking for, always looking for challenge training. So that's what that's at least that's what he did with me. So he always wanted to, you know, it's striking day. Let's go in there. Let's let's try to, you know, get some good rounds. It's grappling day. He wants to come and grapple with me, you know, learn the darts, learn all these things. And 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 in a specific day we were training and he loves Brazil and he always talks to me about it. Man, this place you got to go. They have great Brazilian food. I got to take you there sometime and and then he he suddenly you know stops and hey let's let's do this now we're going to go live we're going to roll so whoever submits so the other guy is is going to owe them a lunch you know is going to owe them a dinner or whatever and i said okay let's do it now now you're talking about what i like because i love eating and i love competing <laughs> so let's do it and and then i got to submit him you know it, it was a crazy wild wild you know at training but i got the submission in, and now he owes me that that lunch and yeah i'm gonna after everything you know after the fight and everything we'll get that we'll, we'll, we'll get that
0: he'll pay his debt how good do you think ian is obviously you guys your gym you've some of the greatest welterweights in the world on that mat like did ian look out a place in that gym or, or did he prove to you guys that he is elite um and can perhaps become a champion as he has set out to and as he has told many many people he has set out to
1: no, I've I've definitely always seen a lot of talent in him, you know, a guy that has a lot of skills, has a lot of desires to learn. You know, he he he's not that kind of guy that is just gonna sit down and and just rely on his talent. He's always trying to improve. He he talked to me about you know wanting to go to Brazil to learn jiu-jitsu with the guys, you know, with, with in the country where it all started, and about going to these different places and kind of building, you know, his game and developing all these different martial arts getting their their source. So I've always felt, you know, like not only he's a talented guy, but he's got a good mindset where he wants to improve where he understands that just the talent is not enough. So I always believed, you know, that he was going to be a great guy and definitely has potential to be a champion. So, yeah, yeah, for sure I think that that's that's also what makes this fight so interesting, you know, because he has proven now he's not just uh, you know, uh a, a, a guy that got good opportunities and is in there and is undefeated. He has beat some tough guys. He has been there, you know, in, even in hard situations and been able to to overcome. And and that's what I think that makes this fight interesting. Because now, yeah, I'm a veteran. I fought the best competition in there. I've been in wars. I've been I've, I've finished people in all kinds of different ways. And now we get to see and you know fight against a guy like me. And I think it's 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 definitely a test. And on my side, what I can say is I gotta make it hard for him, and I can never underestimate him. That's a big thing because a guy like him, he can go in there and just from the last fight to this one change completely. Maybe bring
0: new weapons, and I gotta be ready for that. Are you happy with the fight? Because obviously you're ranked ahead of Ian, and I know after the RDA fight you were like, "I wanna, I wanna fight a top five guy." Ian is, I think, Ian's number eleven in the division. Is there any part of you that was like? I wanted someone a bit further up the division or is it appealing to fight a guy who has this undefeated record that has a lot of hype like were you willing to say okay maybe i will take this fight i could still make a lot of noise with a victory here back
1: back in the day uh i think i looked a lot at the rankings i looked a lot at like okay let, let me try to kind of control or predict how i'm gonna walk through the rankings and what fights i have to make to get up there but after I- As I get experienced, as I fight more and more, I realize that there is uh, a logic, but it's not not specifically rankings. So this is a fight that interests me a lot because, yeah, I think Ian is a guy that has, you know, he has the hype. Besides, you know, having the hype, he's also got the talent. He, he's doing all the right things. Let's say uh, he, he goes out there and, and he's one day before the fight or whatever. And he does that open workout with everybody and and, and and calls all these fans. You know, he he has the the spotlight. Right. And that's great for me. You know, If I'm going to fight him. This part of the spotlight is going to be in, in me as well. You know, and, and I've proven, let's say I've proven my talent. I've proven my worth. I've proven, let's say, all, all, I've walked the walk and now I get a guy that has you know that spotlight has that that he knows how to sell a fight let's say and i'm i'm on the other side of the fight so my fight is also going to be sold i'm going to do what i can do about it but he has his things so the, in the end i think this, you know uh obviously i would love to be fighting i don't know maybe one of the top three guys because then it's much much uh safer to say okay now i'm going to get a title fight but All those guys are up there. They're trying to, you know, have that title fight. And then we have other guys that are that uh, many of them are my team. So it's going to be also complicated decisions to make. So in in my mind, it's just a fight that made a lot of sense. And it's a fight that definitely for me, my win over him is going to move me up and is have everybody watching and and really seeing. Okay, you know, this guy's back. This guy is is back to be a champion. He's not here playing around and and just got another win, you know.
0: I got a final question uh, and I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Um I was wondering if you had noticed that a lot of people are annoyed by uh, a lot of people when they have this fight I see them tagging you underneath please Vicente knock this guy out. This guy needs to be knocked out so badly. It, did you do you did you expect people to maybe be Seeing this way, I know you seem to really like him, but are you surprised by the amount of people that seem to be irritated by Ian Gary? Yeah,
1: I mean, uh, I I kind of get it. I think that you know, the more you talk, the more love you're gonna get, but also the more hate you're. Getting. And man, even though like for me in my side, when I see him, like I'm a guy that I'm really relaxed about whatever I see. I I believe in being who I am, and and really. Uh, that's what I put out there. That's what I try to set as an example. That's who I am. I agree with a lot of things of Ian, and I might disagree with some others. You know, uh, maybe the way that everything went down with with his last fight with Neil Magny, I maybe wouldn't be the same way he was. But again, I'm, I know him personally. I know that he's not a guy that that holds his words. He's not a guy that is gonna you know uh, kind of shy out, shy from speaking his mind. And, and I do respect that in a way as well, because he is who he is. You know, he's not trying to hide it or or trying to, you know, pose as something that, that people are going to whatever, you know, are, are going to like or not. So and that comes with love, but comes with hate as well. So, you know, I try try to just take it as it's part of the game. You know, we really uh, what we're here for is to as I'm here for is to be the best athlete possible, is to be a champion, is to be a role model and an example for kids that are all over around and maybe have a dream like I used to have as a kid, you know, to be a UFC fighter, to one day become a a, a UFC champion. And maybe be a blueprint to these kids, you know, be a blueprint uh, to this to this young man that want to uh, walk this walk and want to get here and want to reach these levels. And obviously, uh, I, I do that with my beliefs, with, with what I think is the way with what I, uh, with the faith carry that is in, in, in Jesus Christ. So this is, is what I see that, uh, is what I can do. And each one does their thing. And, and at the end of the day, people are going to hate people are going to love people are going to, you know, and, and that doesn't really matter if you're doing uh good. And if you truly believe in what you're doing, that's, that's all that matters. Uh, nothing else just go out there and 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 try to be you know the best person you can be that's that's i think that the best
0: that we can try to be well you are certainly one of the best uh, Vicente and it was a pleasure to speak to you i cannot wait for this fight on behalf of ireland we are all very very excited for this fight and we see you as a fan favorite too there is no enemy of ireland here as you said you love the country as well we give that love back to you thank you so much vicente and best of luck in your fight camp
1: Thank you. Appreciate it as well. appreciate all the Irish fans, all the European fans. And now I, I've just changed my mind. I don't want the Brazilian food for me yet. I want a Guinness stew because that was the best thing I had in <laughs> Ireland. And I really love it. So that's that's what I'm going to ask him.
0: I don't want the Brazilian lunch anymore. I want the Guinness stew. <laughs> Brilliant. Have a great day. Thank you. I told you, guys. I told you. What a lovely man. My God, fantastic. I cannot wait for this fight. And man, (laughs) I think he's going to win a lot of Irish fans over. And uh, yeah, I I felt I needed to ask him about that because obviously he has such a high opinion of Ian as a a dude and having known him. And I had to ask him because that's one of the things I saw in this announcement. When it was announced, there was just so many people going, please, Vicente, do him in. So I had to ask him about that. Probably a bit uncomfortable. What can you do? Um as I was saying, I'm gonna for next week I'm gonna be looking into trying to get someone on from France to kind of break down this situation for us, how it's made the scene feel. You know, there's been things in Irish MMA over the years that make the atmosphere quite uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, uh just in terms of little beefs between people and you don't know how to you know, you don't know how to approach them sometimes. Sometimes they aren't public either, which makes it a bit more awkward. But this is levels above that. This is insane. I feel like this is a Netflix documentary waiting to happen. Absolutely wild. Um, I'm not trying to trivialize it or anything, but it just feels like this French MMA scene is blowing up. And with, with attention comes situations like this a lot of the time. Thank you so much to Vicente Luque. Thank you much. Thank you so much to his wife Carol for setting this up. Via Guilherme Cruz, the legendary Brazilian beast, my flame, my muse, the man who I copied. I'm happy to admit that. I can remember I even asked him before I started Eurobash, listen, I'm basically just gonna copy you but do it in Europe. Is that okay? And he was like, Yeah, it's fine, of course. He's a legend. I love the guy. Also, like I you know, you know me, Mr. Finger on the Pulse. Nothing happens on this island without me hearing about it, as I always tell you guys. See everyone trying to, like, high-five people in the know that aren't PZ Carol. Come on. They say PZ fell off. How? My last podcast was the Ringer on May show. No, that didn't work. Okay, sorry. Um, But Bellator is still signing people, guys. So I wouldn't say signing, but that's the word in the street. Bellator is still re-signing people amidst the rumors of their impending sale. There you are. Just remember, when the news breaks, where you heard it first, thank you so much for listening to the podcast on Tuesday. I will be back next Tuesday. This, of course, is the Thursday episode. Thank you so much to Vicente, to Guilherme, to Carol, to Oscar, the fantastic producer. And thank you all for your continued support. Keep liking. I, I get very excited to see these five stars coming in on Spotify. I don't have Apple, but, I you know, Apple people, you got to fly the flag over there. Apparently, a lot of people just using Spotify these days, and I can vouch for them as an employee of the company. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Love you loads. Enjoy the weekend. Mwah.